Bridge Bank helps breakthrough ideas actually break through and remains dedicated to providing financial solutions to the risk takers, the game changers, and the disruptors. Bridge Bank, a division of Western Alliance Bank. Bridge Bank, be bold, venture wisely. Hey, it's Avery Truffleman, host of Articles of Interest. And I've got to say, I've been a fan of KQED ever since I was a little kid and I would come out to San Francisco to visit my grandma. It was just what we'd always turn on every time we got in the car, every time we were making dinner and turning on the radio. It was always KQED. And then over the years, I've become a massive fan of KQED podcasts because this is local reporting at its best. These are answers to questions you've always wanted to know, interviews with exciting, unusual voices, necessary journalism, all told with love and care and artistry. And did you know that a majority of KQED's funding actually comes from members? It's just people like you and me supporting the programs they love while also getting access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. If you want to sign up and be a part of this amazing community, visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to become a member today. That's podcasts with an S. Thank you for listening, and thank you for your support. From KQED. Before we get started, I just wanted to let you know that this episode contains mentions of suicide. I'm Erica Cruz Guevara, and welcome to The Bay, local news to keep you rooted. I think it could be really easy to feel at a complete loss with what to do as individuals about gun deaths in America. That's definitely how I've been feeling after the mass shootings in Buffalo, New York, and Uvalde, Texas. But there are things people in the Bay are doing, like in San Mateo County, where a group of citizens has decided they're not going to wait for Congress to act. And for the past few years, they've been buying guns back from the community. They don't really have illusions that like the gun buyback is the solution to all of our gun problems but they do see it as a piece of the patchwork. Today, we're gonna take you to San Mateo County's gun buyback program. Do you love learning about the San Francisco Bay Area? It's history, it's people, it's unique blend of cultures? Then you should check out the Bay Curious book. I'm Katrina Schwartz, editor and producer on the Bay Curious podcast, and I'm here to let you know that for the month of May, we've worked out a sweet deal for KQED podcast listeners. Right now, you can get the Bay Curious ebook for $1.99. That's right, $1.99. Just search for Bay Curious wherever you get your ebooks or find a link in our show notes. This offer does expire at the end of the month, though, so you'll want to act on it fast. Happy reading! Hey there, this is Brittany Luce from NPR's It's Been a Minute. KQED's podcasts like The Bay, Bay Curious, Mind Shift, Right Nowish, and more all tell the stories of the Bay and beyond with reliable human-centered journalism. They aim to inspire, make you think, entertain, and expand your understanding of the place you call home. Here's how you can support podcasting at KQED. 
Showing your support is easy, and you can join Brittany in supporting KQED Podcast too at donate.kqed.org slash podcast. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcast. I know that in San Mateo County, the first one I believe they had was in 2013, and then for a long time they didn't have another one. It's been around for a minute, but it's having a little bit of a resurgence. Annalise Finney is a reporter and producer for KQED. It actually happens all over the country. There's a national buyback day that happens once a year, um, and a bunch of nonprofits that have begun to pick this up as a way to address gun violence in our country. So tell me about the one that you went to. Set the scene for me a little bit. I'm curious, one, where it was, but also just like what it looked like. So this event was held at the North County Courthouse in South San Francisco. sort of funny. It reminded me of a COVID drive through testing site. So it's just this big open courthouse parking lot, and there were lines of cars moving through and a few different booths that cars would stop at. So when I got there around nine, there were already a line of cars kind of even before the event had started. I wasn't there for the whole event, um, but while I was there, there was a pretty consistent flow. I think I was there for about an hour and saw around 40 cars. Can you tell me who organized this event in San Mateo County? This event in San Mateo was the product of kind of a long period of organizing. Mm. There's this group of friends started out as three people who became known as the Citizens for San Mateo County Gun Buyback. And in 2018, in the aftermath of the mass shooting at Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School in Parkland, Florida, they decided that it was time for another gun buyback in the county. It seemed like something that the county could do. It had done in 2013, but then hadn't done for a while. And I spoke with one of the founders. Would you mind just saying your first and last name and spelling them both for me? Oh, sure. Danielle La Campagna, D-A-N. So this group of friends approached the sheriff, Carlos Bolanos, and she said that when they approached the sheriff, he was open to it. And he said absolutely he would do, you know, all the the staffing of it, uh, the security, the advertising, um, completely run their operations, but he could not put forward the incentives. And he said, we're going to need about $75,000 to make that happen. And these friends were like, we're not fundraisers. We don't have 75 grand. Like, we can't do this. And so at first they walked away. Mm. But when I was talking to Danielle, she said that she had another friend who worked for um, one of the cities in San Mateo County who said, look, these city councils, they have money to spend on this. Why don't you go to the city councils and see if they might be willing to donate to this? It seems like now is a moment in the aftermath of the shooting where people are ready to really do something and put their money where their mouth is. Sadly, uh, the momentum was on our side and people were quite concerned about gun safety. And they started going around to city council meetings throughout the county, presenting to cities this idea. Three of us that were founders, we went um, to different city council meetings. I think we went to 12, to be honest. And we presented a letter that Sheriff Blanos had written saying he would partner with us. And he said we had to raise $75,000. And so we raised $140,000. So way more than what they'd been aiming for, mostly from the contributions of city councils, some individual donations, and some donations from elected officials. How did Danielle talk to you or what did she tell you about just why this issue in particular is something that she 
care so much about or that one that really spoke to her enough to sort of take action. Danielle is a social worker, and some of the other members of the group are also involved in kind of public health and the medical profession. And she said that they see gun violence a lot. And they see a side of gun violence that a lot of people don't see as much, which is suicides. So we're, we're really aware of that. It doesn't get talked about enough. Nationally, suicides are the majority of gun-related deaths in the country. That's one of our major concerns, is, um, is decreasing the number of unwanted or unsecured guns so that homes are safer for uh, people that might get a hold of them who are suicidal. She knew that this was an issue, and it was something that she could connect with the sheriff about. The sheriff was also interested in preventing suicide-related deaths and other gun-related deaths. She, I think, was also motivated by just a desire to kind of work on gun violence at large. But this seemed like something that she, as a citizen, could do. So it's hard to, hard to count the absence of something, but we strongly feel like over these buybacks there, there has got to be circumstances where people um, had relinquished their firearms and um, avoided some sort of a tragedy at home. Okay, so let's go back to this gun buyback program in San Mateo. So you pull up with your guns in the trunk. It's sort of this drive-through situation. How much can people get for giving up their guns? Every gun buyback is a little bit different. In San Mateo County, the way they did it is you could get between $100 and $200, depending on what type of gun you turned in. Um, It was cash. It's anonymous, so whatever you turn in, they don't ask you for your name, and people would pull up. And they also hand out free gun locks. So the gun buyback, part of what they're doing is also just educating people about what safe gun storage might look like. Hmm. After people finish at that booth, they'll drive around a little circle, and they pull up to where guns are taken out of the car. People who are bringing guns to turn in are expected to put their guns and their ammunition separately so that guns are unloaded in the trunk of their car. Members of the sheriff's office go to the trunk, they take the guns out, they take the ammunition out, and then they secure it um, in a series of cages that they have on site. The drivers then are handed these little um, like casino chips, like for poker. And they take those chips and they drive around to another booth. And there um, was a sergeant there and he was holding a giant wad of hundreds and he would give people hundreds for the chips. So that each chip represented $100. Depending on the type of gun, people will get one or two chips per gun. And then they drive around to the next booth and they're handed cash and they drive away. The county sheriff's office says that the guns they collect ultimately get melted down and destroyed. And while many guns cost a lot more than just a couple hundred dollars, this gun buyback is a lot more straightforward for people than trying to legally resell it. That's one of the reasons why dozens of people drove to the county courthouse to sell their guns. Who is participating in this program and who's out there giving up their guns? When I was there, the people I saw were kind of mostly middle-aged, a really diverse crowd. The majority of people who came to the gun buyback in San Mateo are San Mateo County residents. There's also folks who come from other nearby counties, but predominantly it's local folks. Um, So to get started, what's your name? One person I spoke with was Mark Giacomini. And what's bringing you out here today? Uh, I had a gun that I've been wanting to get rid of, and I I saw the news this morning about it. Just with so much on, you know, the news about 
gun violence, I, I, I wanted to get rid of my gun. He was there turning in a hunting rifle he'd gotten from his grandfather. He has children at home and was concerned that, that maybe they would get a hold of it, and he didn't want to be any part of that. The, the fact that, you know, there could be an accident happen at home, you know, one of my children getting access to it or something like that, you know, felt it was best. And I don't really hunt anymore, so. Another person I talked to was Wayne Clemens. Yeah, I was watching the news this morning and I said, man, I got two back here in the backyard. Might as well get rid of them. He had come up from East Palo Alto and Wayne Clemens inherited his guns. They belonged to his wife's father. And my father-in-law left, the, left me and my wife the house. And you know, I was looking around and found it in the back. So I seen this this morning. It wasn't that he gave them the guns. It was that they moved into this house and they encountered these two guns in the house. And when I asked him what was bringing him out, he talked about a recent shooting at a park in East Palo Alto. So, so whoever did the shooting didn't care about the kids out there, killed somebody, and I don't like it. And he decided that, you know, enough was enough, and he wasn't using these guns that he had inherited, and so he decided to, to bring them in. What were some of the other reasons you heard for why folks were out there? Other people were motivated by the financial interest that in turning in guns that maybe they weren't using, but they had purchased themselves a long time ago or had been gifted, they could walk away with 100 or $200 in cash, or if they had multiple guns, multiple hundreds of dollars. There was one person who came who I didn't see, but some of the sheriffs told me about later, who came on a bicycle and had their gun locked in a case on the back, which, you know, is supposed to be in the trunk of your car, but this person didn't want to use their car or didn't have a car, and arrived on their bike and the sheriff was sort of laughing. They're like, this is such a different way to do it, but it was totally fine. And the person who was turning in the gun said, hey, look, I don't have money for gas for my car right now. Gas is super expensive and I'm turning in my gun because I want the money for my gas. <laughs> and so I think some people were motivated by the financial incentive that was provided. So how many guns did they ultimately buy back at this event? And also what kinds? At this event, they collected just under 400 guns, 392 to be exact. Among them, there were seven assault weapons and 12 ghost guns. Ghost guns are guns that are privately assembled, so you can order the pieces online or print them with a 3D printer and then make them at home. They've been in the news a lot recently because they're untraceable. They don't go through the kind of normal seller avenues, which is how our country, for the most part, attempts to track gun purchases and sales. I want to transition, Annalise, to, like, why a gun buyback program? I'm curious why the sheriff and why Citizens for San Mateo uh, gun buyback program think that this is a good idea. When I was speaking with Danielle, she was saying that they don't really have illusions that, like, the gun buyback is the solution to all of our gun problems. The idea here is just to get the ball rolling on one part of that process. Uh, it's not like we're, we're, you know, converting criminals into law-abiding citizens by providing a gun buyback. But that said, we are always happy to get an assault weapon off the street, of course, um, and to certainly get ghost guns and the momentum to have people bring them in. And it's something that counties can do. They don't need to rely on the national government to figure its ish out and make it happen. They can just <laughs> do it on their own. And I think for them, that felt empowering. But it also creates a space for conversation. And I think 
that was something that I noticed just in the way that the folks with the Citizens for San Mateo County gun buyback were interacting with the sheriff's department. And, you know, they might kind of come from different political stances and have different feelings about the Second Amendment. But the gun buyback created a space where they can talk about, okay, there are guns in the community. How do we make ourselves safer? How do we make sure that people who don't want them and don't know how to use them don't have to have them in their house if they don't want them? Mm -hmm. I think most people um, who have guns don't want to accidentally hurt people and don't want to accidentally hurt themselves. And so this type of a gun buyback program is in essence sort of a harm reduction program. Sheriff Bolanos was saying that he was happy that people were being responsible. So it's just uh, guns that are hanging around, uh, and I appreciate uh, these folks being responsible and getting, turning these guns in so that they don't fall into the wrong hands, uh, and we give them a little cash, which everyone can certainly use right now. Owning a gun is a huge responsibility. Keeping it safe is part of that responsibility. Keeping people around you safe and educating yourself on how to use it is part of that responsibility. And also getting rid of it and keeping it out of the hands of somebody who maybe wants to use it for a purpose that would hurt themselves or hurt somebody else. Uh, with all the uh, recent gun events that we've heard about, um, it's just timely that we're able to get these guns off the streets um, uh, and ensure that they don't fall into the wrong hands or that they aren't used in a criminal manner. Annalise, I'm curious um, what it would take for this to be replicated in other counties. It sounds like you definitely need the money in order to do something like this, right? Yeah, so the money part can be hard depending on how resourced your local county is or your local city. And there's actually a lot of nonprofits now that are sort of jumping up to help fill that gap. There's one organization called Gun by Gun, which actually partnered with Citizens for a San Mateo County gun buyback. And Gun by Gun, in this circumstance, didn't provide them with money, but did give them the sort of 503c status that they needed to collect money from the cities that were willing to donate from individual donors and to sort of hold it. So it acted as a sort of like logistics coordinator. When the Citizens for the San Mateo County gun buyback were looking for money, they also identified that the county has what's called Measure K. So that's a countywide sales tax that collects money for critical county needs. And that's kind of flexible. It can be a lot of different things. And the Board of Supervisors, in coordination with this group, identified that, hey, there's money there that we can put towards funding a buyback long term. And so in November of 2021, the Board of Supervisors voted to create a buyback program that would have, I believe it's two annual buybacks a year, usually one in the summer and one in December, through the year 2023. Recently, there have been gun buybacks all over the Bay Area. At the same time as this one in San Mateo County, there was also one in Marin County run by the DA. At the end of May, there was also one in Santa Clara. I think it was in Milpitas. There was also one last weekend in Oakland at a church called Thy Word Ministries on International Boulevard that was with OPD and a few different interfaith groups. I think that's so fascinating because it's like these citizens really figuring out how how they can act locally without having to wait for national politicians, for Congress to do something about gun violence. I'm thinking really creatively about how to do that in their own communities. I'm curious for you, Annalise, what takeaways you sort of walked away with um, in reporting this story or just what stood out to you the most? I think one thing that I walked away from this experience with 
was a greater appreciation for the sort of step-by-step method of change. And what I found at this gun buyback was that we don't have to all agree. We can agree on some things like, okay, people who don't want guns shouldn't have to have them. There should be an easy way for them to get rid of them. And if we can find that middle ground through kind of small community-based things, then we can build towards a safer community. Annalise, thank you so much for taking the time. I appreciate it. No problem. Thanks for having me. Thanks to Annalise Finney, a reporter and producer for KQED. This 25-minute conversation with Annalise was cut down and edited by producer Maria Esquinka. Alan Montesilio scored this one and added all the tape. And if you like this episode, could you do us a favor? Please put a cool friend onto the show. Send this episode to them. Maybe talk about it. Word of mouth is the best way that you can help us grow. The Bay is a production of KQED in San Francisco. I'm Erica Cruz Guevara. Peace. I'm Sasha Coca, host of the California Report magazine. Every week, we bring you stories about what connects us in the giant, diverse Golden State. Because what happens in California changes the world. I love this place. We were once seen as, like, the place to be California. The land of milk and honey. That's where you go to Sunshine State. But we just have challenges right now. KQED's California Report magazine. New episodes drop every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Glenn Washington from Snap Judgment. And if you love what you're hearing, and I know you love what you're hearing, please consider becoming a KQED member. Get special access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. Plus, you'll sleep better at night knowing you did your part for the community you depend upon. It's in you. Please be in it. Visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to sign up now. That's podcast with an S. Thanks.